Hey there, friends. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live, the podcast that takes you on a journey through life's most pivotal moments, those crossroads that redefine our path, our dreams, and our faith. I'm Janice Rogers, a fellow traveler, and your guide on this extraordinary expedition. Picture this, an empty nest, shedding over 75 pounds, and rediscovering purpose amidst it all. My journey has been a tapestry of transformation, woven by God's love and guidance. From the nostalgic echoes of an empty home to the vibrant rhythm of a healthier me, I've learned that life's crossroads are like intersections of destiny where God's purpose meets our steps. Join me and some incredible guests as we dive deep into stories of triumph, resilience, and rebirth. We'll discover how these crossroads are opportunities for us to embrace change, deepen our faith, and uncover the stunning mosaic of God's plan for our lives. So pour yourself a comforting latte. For me, that's a chai latte with oat milk. Ice, please. Find a cozy spot and let's embark on this journey together. This podcast isn't just about listening. It's about experiencing the joy, the tears, and the miracles that Crossroads bring. So get ready to laugh, cry, and be inspired. A Whole Latte Life to Live isn't just a podcast. It's a sacred space where we connect, heal, and find purpose in each moment with God as our constant guide. Stay tuned for stories that will touch your heart, wisdom that will light your path, and conversations that will remind you that your journey matters. Because together, my friends, we have a whole latte life to live, and it's going to be one amazing adventure. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live. I'm Janice Rogers, and I can't wait to journey with you. Welcome to A Whole Latte Life to Live. I'm Janice, and today... I'm going to talk about something that I have been going through for the past year. Today is my one-year anniversary from my um, sleeve, stomach sleeve, gastric sleeve surgery. Never know what to call it. Um, And I just wanted to talk about my decision that got me there and the things that I've learned this, this year. So here we go. Um, About. July probably of 2022, so last year, we went on a cruise, family cruise, to several different um, Caribbean countries, and just like the last cruise before that, I managed to get off the ship one time, but the next, it took me two or three days afterwards to get to where I could walk uh, without a great deal of pain. So, I had tried everything. I gained um, 30 pounds with my first baby, you know, 20 pounds with my second, 20 pounds with my third. And then I had a hysterectomy and gained 50 more pounds. So here I am, um, 200, almost 200 pounds above where I was when I started having babies. And my youngest baby is 19. So I've been carrying it a long time. So I didn't feel bad about myself, not in the way that I was ashamed for people to see me, 
but I, um, I did have some shame in it. I had a lot of shame in it, actually. Um, I was using, I'm not going to say that. I, I feel like the weight was indicative of how I was feeling inside, even though I had this great outside demeanor. I had worked in the public. I worked in a school where I uh, dealt with parents. So, you know, I can smile and play act all day. But inside, I was hurting and sad and depressed and not happy. When I look back at pictures of myself, and I'll put some in in the blog or in the blog post, in the face uh, podcast episode, if I can. Um, all I can think about her is that she was sad and I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her. So, so, so August went on that trip. I was miserable. Um, in fact, my family didn't even go on one of the excursions we paid for because I didn't go and they didn't want to go by themselves. And so, you know, so they missed out too. So I came home feeling kind of sad about that. And then my husband and I went to Cozumel in August. But before we went to Cozumel, I had already scheduled my surgery. So I knew Cozumel was my last week of eating like I was eating. It was my last week because the week when we got back, I was on um, liquid, a liquid diet for two weeks before surgery. And I told myself, if I can't make it through the liquid diet, then I wasn't going to have the surgery. I was going to cancel it because if I could not have enough willpower to at least do that, then I didn't need to have the surgery. So I did the two weeks. I think I messed up once. I think I had something I don't even remember. So it wasn't, wasn't terrible, but I'm kind of feeling like I ate something once. Um, And I left on September 4th for, to go to um, Tijuana, Mexico by myself to have gastric sleeve surgery. Now, my husband would have went with me with no questions asked. He would have supported me. And, um, but at the time, and looking back, I can know I know what I what I was thinking that I had got myself in this situation, and I would get myself out. And so, a little bit of the martyr, you know, mommy martyr thing. So, and I kept telling myself it's because I didn't want him to take a week off work. Um, I wanted to go do something fun when he was off. I didn't want to have to, you know, I didn't want it to be surgery. But really, it was martyr. It was martyr syndrome. And so. I went scared, but excited, all of the feelings, um, picked up from the airport, you know, really it it was no big deal. None of that, um, going to the surgery center was no big deal. Everybody spoke English. It, it was, it was more like, um, they'd done this 150,000 times before. So, I mean, it was no big deal to them. So, you know, I kind of fed off their energy and had my blood test and then went back to, you know, everything was good. Surgery was scheduled for in the morning. 
and went back to um, they call it the beach house to to spend the night, um, which is about 45 minutes from the surgery center. And it's on the beach, but all night long, there is music. It is the party central of Tijuana, Mexico. Who knew? But anyway, so I get up the next morning. We have to like be downstairs at, I don't remember, six, seven. I didn't sleep well. So went to the surgery center, had my surgery, woke up, knew I needed to get up and start walking. And that was when I needed my husband, when I needed him, because I just walked, walked around in the room. Everybody else was walking around in the halls. I was walking around in my room because I just, I was having that anxiety and that panic. Um, the surgery itself was not that bad. Recuperation. I mean, there was some pain, but it wasn't like I would do it again. So I guess it wasn't that bad. I mean, it's like birth, I guess. Um, it took, I was okay the first day because you're kind of drugged up. Um, I was okay the second day until late in the afternoon. And um, I was just so tired and I broke down crying and some sweet ladies were walking down the hall, happened to peek in my room through the window and saw that I was just sitting on the bed, just sobbing and came and talked to me. And um, I, I really firmly believe God sent them because I was pretty upset at that point um, just because I felt alone. Um, so surgery wasn't bad. Coming home was tiring because um, you spend two days in the surgery center and then you spend one to two days at the beach house to recuperate before you fly home. So I spent two days in the recovery center and then I was supposed to spend two days at the beach house, but I was ready to go home after one night, rescheduled my flight and flew home. Um you know, it wasn't like the most fun in the world. It was tiring. And um, when you've had surgery and you've been uh, had uh, anesthesia, you don't feel that great for a few days. So there was that. But, you know, it was no it, it was OK. And I made it um, came home, thought that, you know, this was my magic be all and end all. Ooh, here we go. So um, I couldn't eat. I couldn't hardly eat anything. All you can have for the first week was like clear liquids. And then you moved up to like protein shakes and then you moved up to like soft foods and then you moved up to something and something and something. So you kind of like gradually went up and about the second week you start to get hungry and you realize, oh my goodness, I don't know what I've done, but I kept on. I listened to my body um, the first time I had pizza, I'm just going to be here. Here we go. We're honest. First time I had pizza, I threw up. Uh, I ate too much. I ate a piece and it was too much and threw up. Didn't want pizza again for a while. Um, for a while, any bread products, no, anything that got soft and sticky. I mean, even now I'm like, Bleh. um, 
So there was that. I thought it was going to be all about the food. And I thought it it was going to be all about how much food, but it was not. It was all about, it was a mental battle. It was a mental battle of, um, we went out to eat a lot. We, you know, that was one of our things that we did as a family. And we'd go to Mexican and I would eat four chips and be full. And here comes my plate. And um, then I'm just sitting there watching everybody else eat. Um, A lot of that, I felt like I was missing out. I felt like um, it was like, oh my goodness, what did I do? I mean, this is like my life. It had been my life. Food was an enjoyment for me. It was kind of a hobby. It was, it was important to me. I mean, I love food. I still love food. Um, but it was a big mental battle. So if you go into it thinking that um, it's going to be like your magic cure to losing weight, it will help you lose weight. But it, there's a lot of mental stuff that you have to deal with, too, because you have to get to the root of what your eating issues are. Not to say that I'm there because I'm still um, dealing with a lot of that and still like questioning myself, okay, well, do you really need to eat right now or are you just bored? Um, Do you really need to eat right now? Are you just like sitting in front of the TV and you want to snack on something? Do you, are you really hungry? Do you really want that next spot? Oh, you're starting to burp which is my tail when I will not burp hiccup, which is my tail when my body says, Hey, you're full, which is weird. I know, but it happens. So, and if I eat one more bite than that, then I'm hurting for the next three or four hours. Um, So I have to be very careful about how I eat. I have to be careful about the amount. We do go to Mexican. Uh, Most of the time I have a few chips. I can eat more now, but I have a few chips and then I'll have like half of a quesadilla and then I'll take my the rest of it home. And so I have it like the next day. So actually I probably spend less on food because I get two to three meals out of any uh, eating out, which we don't do as much. We, I mean, we do, but I don't eat as much anymore. I don't um, I had to get really strict with myself in the last couple of months because I could feel that I was reverting back to some of the uh, bad habits. And so I've had to really focus on getting protein in, um, water, uh, limiting what I eat. So, you know, it's not going to be your magic cure. I've lost 70 five, a little bit over 75 pounds in a year. I had planned to be in the 100s and I'm not, but that's okay. Um, But the good things that came from that, so many good things. So I took a trip to Costa Rica with some friends um, on a retreat, was able to walk around and do everything, did all activities, did all the walking, did all the things, walked through the airport, was not breathless. It was awesome. Uh, Went on a vacation with my family in July. Um, We walked on the beach. We, um, you know, got out in the water. We just had a good time and I didn't have to worry about hurting, although I did hurt because 
I'm still dealing with some back issues, but not at anywhere near what I was. Um, yesterday was Labor Day. And normally I would be like, let's just stay in and eat. And I was like, let's go to Labor Day at the post, which we only stayed like 45 minutes, but we did walk around and we went. Um, it was just too hot to um, stay much longer. So the person that I'm becoming is someone I'm super proud of. When I look back on pictures of myself, um, not that I was a bad person when I was heavier, but I'm, I'm happier in my own skin and I'm, I'm happier, um, and knowing that I won't be the one that slows people down, it makes me feel better about that. Um, I've gotten closer with God. I mean, it's just really, you know, it was one of the pivots that really changed my life. You know, this podcast is all about pivots and transitions. And it was one of the transitions that really changed my life. And I'm not telling everybody to go out and get gastric sleeve surgery, but I am telling everybody to find the healthy habits that you can you can um incorporate in your life and incorporate them if you're overweight and you've tried everything might want to consider gastric sleeve surgery um but i'm just excited to see where god takes me over this next year and how he's going to use me because um it's just the beginning so i I hope that you enjoyed this episode this first episode um we all have a latte life to live so let's go out there and live it bye